0: What's going on with dance and stuff? What's happening with dance and things? What's going on? What's, What's happening? happening? What's going on with dance and stuff?
1: Hello. Hi. Are
0: you, are, you, are you out of breath? Well, yeah, sorry. Yeah. I was on the Are you exhausted? I was on the floor because <laughs> right when I was plugging in my headphones, I knocked over my little vessel that I keep the iced coffee in. Oh my So then there was iced coffee. <gasps> literally, oh, water goodness. falling oh. off my kitchen coffee table, on the on all the over the floor. And now, but now I've been on my hands and knees. Great, this great, the great pleasure of using my new spray bottle with my new homemade cleaner. Perfect, to clean, it's all ready. All ready to go. Yeah, I actually don't. Lo- hands on my
1: knees. I'm Angelina Jolie. I don't love
0: the smell of my new cleaner, but it really
1: works. Oh no! Does it smell very? fermented well,
0: yeah it's well it's the vinegar is the base right so already you're starting with white vinegar and then it's rosemary and lemon peel and it made it this beautiful color of of real urine and gorge that means clean, that means clean. and so the smell does kind of dissipate as it dries the vinegar smell but kind of um the, but it really like um cuts grease you know Oh great. Yeah. I I am confused by it. it smells bad. Well, I think like the rosemary and lemon peel are meant to like um my vinegar cleaner smells fresh. Uh-huh. Um but it just
1: smells like vinegar?
0: That- now it smells sort of like like disguised vinegar. And you're like... Right, like a Febreze. Yeah, and it's like, whoa. Yeah, really like I don't want to smell that I think next time fake. I do it, I'll just do the... Just use vinegar. Maybe. Or I'll just... That's what people do. Or I'll put lemon peel in it when not the... I think the rosemary is throwing me to another place. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Anyway. Artificial. Yeah, anyways, I just finished... Some of the, in the beginning of this recording will be a little haywire because I'm wandering around Oh, my cleaning. God. Mm. Well, we have a
1: big, huge. big Barbenheimer. We have our own Oppen-Barbie episode. <clears throat> Oppenheimer. Oh, I just wanted to say before um, we get... You saw Oppenheimer? Uh, okay, go
0: for it. I saw it. that um, Jeff Edelstein won the tote bag, and I'm sorry to those of you who sent in the correct answer, a home at the end of the world. But you're too slow. You You gotta listen. You gotta get up Friday morning. You gotta get up Friday Friday morning. So Drew and I think their name is Rez. Those are other people who did indeed give the correct answer. Um, But... Just not, but not fast not enough. Not fast enough. will be, but thank look, you for playing. There'll be more questions. There'll be more. Yeah, more. I
1: mean, we only have a few toe bags left, but that means a few questions, a few games, a few, games, right, a few right, more right, rounds.
0: Of, right, right, right. Of, and in another time, there could have been multiple winners. But oh, um Reza is the name of this lovely person that has been um, in communication about the podcast for for a that. little while i love that
1: yeah thank you for watching movies and listening to podcasts
0: yeah okay okay so anyways thank you drew and reza and i'm sorry you don't get a bag. <laughs> yeah next time next time i mean we need we actually this
1: we googled it immediately after we recorded and we need questions that can't be googled that's true Riddle me that one. Riddle me this. AI will tell you the answer to everything.
0: It's true. I introduced my mother. Who am My I? mother to Siri you? over the weekend. Oh yeah. Because I was home and we were trying I'm to explain love. to her what was Siri and and she was like, well, my phone doesn't do Siri. And I was like, well, I can set up your phone to do Siri. She's like, I don't want that. And I was like, no, yeah. but it'll be fun. Let's try it. So I turned on her Siri, and we were. <laughs> but no, it'll be fun. But no, it'll be fun. And so then she started telling Siri to do things, and then it was fun. But then by the time the game was over, she was like, okay, you have to turn Siri off now. I don't want that.
1: Yeah, you know, I've never used Siri, and I would like Siri to turn my lights on. Mm. So maybe I should look into that. I use Siri on a daily basis. Siri, make my coffee. (laughs) Very peewee. Like that, that that would be been, very Pee-wee. That's the next movie when they just CGI Paul
0: Rubin's Back to Life.
1: Yeah. Oh. Using previous footage. I bet they could do
0: that. I, I AI, honey. I listened to Jack on that podcast talking about Pee-wee, pee-wee and, and Return to Oz. Return to Oz and this and that. Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah. That's fun. I, 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 I watched it on the YouTube. Oh, wow. In the background. Okay. Like, so, oh, like let's today. get back to business. <clears throat> What's that pop It's called, like, Fish, Jellyfish or something. Mm. It's, just, it's a movie review
0: podcast YouTube. Not like
1: ours. Jellyfish? I don't know,
0: something like that. Let me see if I can find it. There is a person on that podcast who seems to have seen every movie. They, well,
1: one, I don't, I don't, I only know of this through Jack, so it's a second hand. One is, like, a film person, and the other's not. But they this does seem to be pretty, like, full on. They're, like, going to festivals. They're talking about every movie ever made. It's called Fish Jelly. <clears throat> Fish Jelly. Nick and Joseph. Jellyfish,
0: I think, is what I maybe thought. You were close. Who knows. And, uh, yeah. They're gorgeous. They, have, they inclined, have 120 episodes.
1: And they seem to... You know, I what I learned recently is I, I couldn't do that because I don't like I really don't like movies that I don't like, mm. and I would like to leave now, please.
0: Thank oh yeah, friends. this can someone turn this, this person off? often ends their descriptions of films by saying like it was difficult to sit through or it could have been, you know, this ninety minute movie could have been shorter. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. So yeah, well, they have to sit through a lot of films. So I don't blame them. They really do. I don't blame them. Okay, now we sat through some films, didn't we? Dad, yeah. And I have to say,
1: both of these movies I did have to sit through. <laughs> I agree, but in different ways. Different ways. Yes, absolutely. I mean, but enervating is sort of the umbrella feeling. For Will you please tell movies. me about that word? Enervating. It's like the opposite of energizing. Oh, really? <laughs> no. Um, you know, it like sort of sucks the life out of you. Oh. I found myself like, oh my God, can we
0: end this or like do something else? What are we doing here? I felt enervated at different points in in each, each film. So Barbie, the last two thirds of it, I experienced that. I was like, okay. Two thirds for sure. This must end. And then Oppenheimer, mm-hmm. I felt that way kind of right away. I was like, "Oh my yes. god!" Well, yeah. But then because it it starts at a ten, yeah, and you're like,
1: "Okay, yeah." There was there's a scene towards the end where they're like in the interrogation section of the plot, uh-huh. the like post uh-huh. plot plot. Uh-huh. So I I was I really loved the the atomic bomb setting off, oh, seeing yeah. that from, from that that was my favorite from the part. bomb to the end
0: I was like I'm having a good time I'm interested I don't know who these people are oh
1: interesting but
0: I got I didn't care about
1: this secondary plot oh I got really that invested. We saw coming
0: because we we're like why do we have this black and white nonsense oh my god I yeah but, it was just the opening of like trying to it felt like a, I was gonna be tested I was like okay so there's 55 white men with parts in their hair Absolutely. Who I can't tell a lot of them apart, even. And they're all physicists. Okay, so, like... They're all boring. They're all tedious. Doesn't matter. But here's the thing. There are good things to be said about Oppenheimer. It has a very clear kind of point of view. It's very... Feeling. Yeah. It's very Christopher Nolan-y. I mean, Nolen-y. this is...
1: I think... Yes. I think this is... Christopher Nolan's thing is, like, energy, which is why finding it enervating feels like why this movie's fi- in the end for me a failure mm. because I'm like the whole thing is like those cuts to like abstract okay. planets
0: exploding that's my physics, biggest whatever. one of my biggest it-
1: that's all like energetic editing is the idea of that uh, for me it's the right. whole sense of what right. that is well it's to and I'm like I don't need any of this but it's beautiful well, yeah and but as soon as the film it.
0: ended I said I think it was a bit much of these, like, visions of space, etc. I was like, I didn't need to keep going into, like, the mind of Oppenheimer to see, like, sparks in space. I was like, mm-hmm. It was like, enough's enough. That almost never, like,
1: gives anything other than this, like, energy
0: thing. visual and loud.
1: Which is enervating. There we go. Yeah, but it's not, like, explaining something, like... No. I didn't learn anything about like physics or whatever.
0: I d- certainly did not. <laughs> I learned that the atomic bomb was made up of these cool like geometric hunks around a ball. But I was like, "What? What I, is it?" I learned that if, if, if as soon as you get enough marbles in a
1: glass, then you, you make a. Bomb.
0: What were the the marbles? Were like an <laughs> amount of plutonium or something? What were the marbles?
1: Yeah, they were symbols of how much like plutonium they had made at the. North well, Carolina. how do you
0: no, make plutonium? <laughs>
1: I think you you mine whatever and then you you have to like process it in some way.
0: You spend billions of government dollars to destroy another country. Yeah, I mean, what's
1: what's sort of shocking to me about this movie is that like there's this really big plot here. Mm. And I felt like the reason this movie fails is because it's about this person that's
0: seemingly Boring. I well, at least like this take on this person is boring. I have a couple things to say about Oppenheimer. Okay, I was the wasn't that interested. Certainly like was not invested in their like relationships, anything. Truly, yeah. I also found it very difficult to look at this actor for 3 hours. I was like, this is when Matt Damon comes
1: came on screen, I was like, this is a this is a person to look at. What a at. relief. I don't know what that is. You know, it's star power. It's not like any kind of, like, anything other than, like, this is not a star. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, maybe he looks like this person.
0: He's... It's not good. He's really... It's someone to look at for a short while. Where you're like, oh, well, that was really disturbing, or that was really upsetting. But to look at them for three hours, I was like, this is insane. And I... I... Flat. So... Eyes bulging, bulging out of the head. I thought, this person can't possibly give this performance for this long. How did they film this movie at a ten for like months? I'm assuming. Uh huh. Uh huh. But anyways, there was other like Josh Hartnett was really interesting to look at. I had no understanding that it was him for the whole movie. Um. Wait a minute. I know. (laughs) I know. Who? Where? He was the hunk. The hunk in Berkeley. Oh my! I know your mind is blown. Goodness. Your mind is blown. Your mind is blown. I mean, I don't,
1: I don't care, but like that's wild. Yeah, like that he
0: became someone else. I know, <laughs> but his, great. his edges have softened ever so much, and I really am love it. I was like, you're so handsome. Okay. Yeah,
1: but also like not a stan- not a star, not a star. Weird. No, but here's Robert Downey Jr. Okay, a star. You know who's Yes, absolutely. Wattage. Who for me, there's like a clear star of this movie. Mm. Can you guess who that okay, is? Wait, wait, wait. Do they have a big
0: part? They have a big part. And it's no one we've mentioned so far. <laughs> Was it that guy one of the Softy brothers who plays that greasy guy? No, I don't know who that is. I think he played like a Russian greasy guy. Russian physicist with really th- oh, thick uh-huh. lips. No, it's Emily Blunt. Oh, so she was for me. She was really schmacting. She was doing a Kate Blanchett performance. I was like, this is the only person who's delivering anything
1: in this movie. Uh. I wish everyone would like would have showed up and done something. The contrast between her and Oppenheimer is too much for the movie. Mm. But I was like, she got these lines, and she was like, I'm gonna fill, I'm gonna fill this up. Interesting. This like empty empty movie. Huh. Which okay, I kept thinking about um A Beautiful Mind.
0: Okay.
1: So you have Russell Crowe. Like that's like a very similar role and he's giving like I don't even who what's this guy's name? Cillian Murphy. Murphy. I'm just like
0: No. This isn't no. This isn't enough. I don't like that. I could absolutely look at Russell Crowe for three hours. Yes, and we did. And it was a movie. Yeah. I mean, this movie will win awards, and Robert Downey Jr. will undoubtedly win an Oscar, and um, it will win for... He's great, but I also like fully didn't need any of that content. He will... You know who I thought was really great? So cute. Alden Aaron Wright. Ooh. He was the kind of like dubious assistant person or interviewing person with Robert Downey Jr., who is a small person who's so cute. Interviewing.
1: Oh, uh huh, yeah, excellent,
0: yeah. But that's like a very small. Oh, role. It was I thought huge compared to some of the giant movie stars in this movie who had three lines. Uh, sure, 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 sure. Gary Oldman appears as, as an evil Harry Truman. He says, "I'm. I will just be here. I'm filming for a day. You know." Absolutely. Rami Malek was like, I'm going to be on set, but I'm not going to talk until one day of filming. And then I'm going to say a few lines. The, the,
1: the, the plot of, is the plot of this movie, when is Rami Malek going to show up again?
0: When is Rami <laughs> Malek going to talk?
1: It's so weird. Very weird. Um, I loved those gorgeous drone shots of Europe. They certainly didn't need to be in this movie, but thank you. Yep. Sure. Thought they were stunning. Um, I thought every scene was poorly directed. Wow. I was like, okay, so we're just gonna put a bunch of cameras in a room and edit it together. I see. Okay, cool. Mm. I, I thought the Florence Pugh thing was really reaching for a plot mm. and character. Yeah,
0: it was kind of like and the nudity was like. It was sort of like what else felt anachronistic? What else? can we say about this man aside from Bomb, you know? I'm also like, was he just a
1: manager? I'm truly, I mean, obviously he like figured out something with people in physics.
0: Yeah, well. But it feels very managerial. Someone's name has to be at the top of the call sheet. Absolutely. No,
1: totally, totally.
0: So it was like a lot of... But, but it's a little like unclear to me.
1: My friend, in this whole movie, I'm like, I didn't learn anything about this person other than like, no, I what I would have learned from seeing the cover of Time magazine. Totally.
0: My, <laughs> I saw the movie with my friend Andrew, and afterwards he said, um, he said, Look, if I was a physicist, I probably would have really un- enjoyed this film because I would have understood like who everybody was. And mm. I was like, yeah, that would have been fun to see, like, depictions of all of your heroes. But I'm kind of like, I have literally no idea who one person in this movie is besides Albert Einstein, so... Well, that's a bit of the
1: plot of the movie, right? That, like, they were used in this way and then thrown away mm. or refused, you know? Like, they were kind of sent off into Siberia. Yeah, yeah. Like I think, I think like that idea that, like that idea that you'll be used and then gotten rid of and then like congratulated, but that won't be for you. That'll be for them to congrat to like have this ceremony. Mm. That seems like the big idea right. of this movie. Right. But like, is is sort of similar in the Barbie sense of like the move. <coughs> the overall movie isn't about anything but things are said like that mm. or pronounced as like truisms right? and you're like well this, but this movie isn't but did you forget that th- this was going to be a movie
0: right oh
1: gosh I mean like he could have just made speeches I mean he did so look
0: I thought Oppenheimer I'm, I'm trying to think about this like Barbie did a thing where it made these ridiculous reductive speeches that made me feel like I was at a play for children and mm-hmm. children's theater mm-hmm. children's theater feminism 101 starring America mm-hmm. Ferrera which I thought oh yeah 50 years ago feminist absolutely theory. I was like is this for real but then I was like no this is a movie for every that they wanted to make billions of dollars on this is a s- This, I mean, two summer blockbusters who
1: had great, who managed to do, like, really good PR. Right. That's kind of the review of these two But I
0: do think that Oppenheimer managed to kind of, like, make its messages explicit without too many, like, long, reductive monologues. It just was, like, a lot of editing. Yes. Yes. But the... Edited... It's edit. It's it's a movie about editing. The Barbie dialogue that's... was absurd. I was like, "You're really gonna spell all of these concepts out like this? This is cr- uh, insane. Well, and what's worse is that, for me, what's worse than that,
1: is not making the movie about anything, other than like a contain a, a like container for people to say these things. right. Because like what, I don't know what Barbie's about. Well, here's what... Like, what is... what
0: is? What do you think the ending of this movie is? It's really... What does that mean? Look, here's what I think Barbie's about, and I think the movie kind of makes it explicit in the first seven minutes, which is that Barbie is having an existential crisis that's not only her own, but it's kind of in the hopes and dreams of the people who manifest Barbie to life. Mm -hmm. And... So the movie is Barbie kind of searching to discover what she can be. And at the end of the day, she decides that the best thing she can be is not a Barbie at all. Here's my problem with that.
1: If Barbie is having an existential crisis, she's already a human. So she's not a doll. Right. That Because it means that she has an interior world. Well... So is she a Barbie or is she not? So she isn't. So then she's not a Barbie. So it's not about Barbie.
0: That was the whole you know issue. Know I mean? The the Barbie designer, America Ferreira, she went too far in trying to imagine or hope for a, a, a Barbie that was overly sophisticated. And it created a rift in the system.
1: So no one... Before her ever had those thoughts or feelings in playing Look, with their dolls, that's when it's you know? reductive. This is the whole problem of this movie is is the failure to actually appreciate this fantasy reality dynamic, right? And part of I think. Where that's displayed is the ease at which you can travel between these worlds. Oh my as god. As like, on the same map.
0: I know, that was not fully explored. I was like, wait, we're just gonna watch this, vin- this, like, diorama vignette over and over again to, like, explain how we're getting from, like, dirty world to Barbie world? Yeah. And that, and this is where I think, this movie is about style. Yeah.
1: And superficial substance. Absolutely. So... I mean, a better version of this movie is Under the Skin. Wow.
0: Excuse me, everyone. Go
1: watch it if you haven't seen it. But, like, what is the interiority
0: of oh, this character? Oh, ma- I'd never heard it said. I'd never heard it said. And there you said it. Wow.
1: Excuse me. So I did have a moment of hope for Barbie when she is sitting next to, I guess, the daughter of, of like, the actual... This, the old woman, she's in the...
0: No, do you know who that is? first...
1: Wait, who? That's Where the
0: old lady on the bench? No, no yeah, on the bench. Yeah, that's Ann, Ann Roth, who's a costume designer.
1: Oh. So I guess people are just throwing things out there, which I was about to do, too, so... It's not true. Yeah, who knows? Anyway. Um, oh, but...
0: Is she the costume designer of this movie? No. She's like the, she, No, they were just She's like, like the come most over. famous Hollywood costume designer. I mean, maybe she maybe, design maybe she designed Little Women or something for Greta. I don't know. It seems right. But um um <clears throat> let me see. I'm looking it up. But yeah,
1: so this moment where she like looks at the trees. But he, but it's it it just doesn't it's this romantic moment of like interior exterior, what have you. It just doesn't work because of like the paradigm that's been set up. Mm. and it you know the feeling i had about this movie it reminded me of like these tim allen comedies from like the 90s mm. where like i forget like george like Georgia the jungle is that a movie uh-huh, or it's uh-huh. like something like jungle where like somebody from the jungle ends up in like the modern world and there's this kind of like insanity that ensues of like oh what's a what's a phone or whatever like i kind of wish it was just that Mm. because this whole like war between the sexes i'm just like we're doubling down on gender completely (laughs) and like and i was like so everyone in barbie land is like a homosexual kind of they're asexual like asexual Mm -hmm there's some it just doesn't make any it doesn't add up you're like why why does why don't we know about ken the boy that's playing with ken because he's having these feelings and needs for barbie oh, that we don't understand that's true the
0: movie does not address the homosexuals who played with barbie
1: well even just like why is ken different why is why is ken having these problems barbie's having problems Barbie's problems are related to this this real person who's playing with her. Because
0: this movie who's, was...
1: Problems we never also get... She, clearly, she has a husband that doesn't matter. Right. Well. This movie
0: was co-written by a straight man who was like, oh, so it would be stupid. hilarious if Ken's plot is that he's, like, the castrated male who's, like, you know, disregarded. Hilarious. I'm like, uh-huh. this joke is old before it's begun. I'm just like... And then in the end, they're as pathetic as any as they began. And also, like this is this has been interesting to me, and it's I don't think it's wrong, but people I, who I know have left this movie being like, "Doesn't Ryan Gosling give an incredible performance?" I'm like, Ryan Gosling gives the broadest, goofballiest performance in the world, and yes, it is noticeable in this film because it's very like outside of what other people are doing, but I was like, this is. Not... This isn't for me. That's what I'll This
1: is that like... um The kind of Will Ferrell comedy, like... 90s, 2000s vibe. Right. Like, I was... And it's sort of unclear... Like, Margot Robbie's crying a lot. She really like, is. that's... That's what that character is. She's sad, sad, guys. Barbie. And it's sort of like... Yeah, you're gorgeous and you cry. It's great. Like, I did not have a problem watching that no
0: i think she's a good she uh. has margot robbie is a real movie star who can like access <clears throat> emotion in in this really like pleasant way and i was really mm-hmm. i was like yes she is the <clears throat> correct person to cast as barbie if we're gonna do something about it
1: well again this movie doesn't know what it is so what kind of acting should be in it is just whatever it's a show
0: it's irrelevant everyone's doing yeah. their own thing
1: <clears throat> so yeah I mean basically my I came away from these movies with the overall thing of like oh yeah these are just summer blockbusters that like
0: are not to be remembered yeah but um, the, the- yeah the the Barbie art direction of Barbie I thought was really nice I thought the costumes were absolutely. great I thought the like world of plastic the first like ten minutes is really what a, what great. a pleasure and then you're like so this is it
1: absolutely this is what we're doing because once you realize that oh it's Barbie yeah so then like none of the you're just like
0: yeah so they just copied Barbie I and had stuff. it like small my my <laughs> one of my issues and I thought like. For me to go and see a movie that's like design wise very research based and to actually think they did a good job is pretty is good. I was like, wow, they did a good job like towing the line between doing reproductions of doll clothes and then like clothes that look flattering on an actual human and Mm -hmm. the where I thought they could have gone somewhere else was with the like weird Barbie world where i was like, well, this isn't actually what weird mm-hmm. Barbie stuff looks like. You uh-huh. they like sterilized the idea of weirdness and i was like, no, no, this could Absolutely. have actually looked like really fucked up and like just like distressed. Well, the
1: whole weird the whole weird Barbie thing was so was telling, mm-hmm. <laughs> i guess. Like, oh, Weird Barbie has her hair cut and she has makeup
0: on. Yeah, exactly. But... Like, why isn't her face melted off? Right. She has, like, David Bowie makeup on and I'm like... Because aren't we thinking
1: "Mm -hmm." about Toy Story the whole time we're watching this movie? That is an
0: excellent movie about toys. Absolutely. All of them. They're really... Are better than this movie. Really, really good. (laughs) Because they're, like, tell something true about Mm -hmm. toys. You know? Oof yeah aye, aye, aye. i
1: know i know big mess i know
0: and i like i'm watching this movie and i'm seeing michael sarah come on is like that weird allen um, rob barbie and i'm thinking i bet there's a lot of people out there who think this is hysterical that there's this gay character that there's this like weird pathetic gay allen who like has no purpose in barbie world and i'm like but somehow it's like not funny no
1: <laughs> there are there are funny jokes in this movie for mm-hmm. me but they were just jokes yeah like i don't i didn't find it like i i really found myself bored for most of this movie. i
0: liked the opening of the film where they do like f- yes. for centuries you know little girls have played with bait planet of babies. the apes exactly I was like, this is fun. And then they show the big vintage Barbie and it's Margot Robbie. And I was like, this is cool. Gorge. I mean, that's, I mean, we had all seen that from the trailer. Right. <laughs> was happy to be reminded of it.
1: Yeah. Well, I was like, oh, I wish we could have done more of this. Yeah. Oi. So, um, I also watched, um, Bones and All. What's that? This is the Luca Guadagnino film from a few years ago with Timothy Chalamet. Oh, where they're eating. And this tremendous actress whose name I don't know. The
0: like. um...
1: The cannibal. Do you know who movie. that actress
0: is? No. She's from Lost in Space.
1: Wow. And she's. I knew that because of. Part
0: terrible
1: of the album. on Lost in Space. Well, she is excellent. This movie is excellent, though hard to watch and confusing. In terms of this content of cannibalism yeah (laughs) and i don't i don't know i don't know i don't really know what to do with it um i think it's a it's a great movie i don't know um yeah it's sort of it 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 gives me the feeling of like like with kelly reichardt and first cow where i'm like did you did you want people to not actively want people to not see this movie by like naming it First Cow right like did you want people to not see your movie so you made it about cannibals you know it's sort of that Um, but this question of like um, you know it's based on a book whatever Um, and this question of otherness in this like in the threat of other people is, is sort of interesting. The style of the movie is like um, a kind of road trip romance. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Um,
0: that Drew... B- Bonnie and Clyde. Sure, sure. Vibe. That Drew Bearmore um, and Chris O'Donnell movie from the 90s. Oh, what's that? I don't think I've seen that. Shh, what's that called? I'm looking it up. I think... I Chris O'Donnell, our favorite actor, Drew Barrymore. But Luca is,
1: I just, I think Luca is a great, great director. Like the things he does, like, like, and I, and it really came clear to me with we are who we are and the, the like tremendous experimentation um, that happens in that series on HBO is like, and you see that in this film. That's like a smaller, more intimate film. That just is does feel like the space for him to make a movie out of that experience. Um, it's just so, so beautiful. It's and and grotesque for sure, because people do eat people Ew. in this movie, Ew. and it's it's a lot to bear.
0: Um, well, I sha not be watching so it. So I don't know. I, shan't.
1: I don't. Yeah, I can't really like recommend it because of that as well. Yeah. But um, I do think that there's like a lot of like really beautiful, kind of miraculous filmmaking involved. So right. I'm looking forward to the next thing and hope, hoping it's not. Luca has a, a fantasy film coming out. Oh right. I do sort of have a
0: vague sense of this. I think it's... Oh, wait, 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 wait. Maybe I'm mixing two things up. Who's the person who directed them? Is this true? Okay, wait, wait, wait. Okay, Mad Love, A of All, is the film with Chris O'Donnell and Drew Barrymore. Okay. Mad Love. Mad Love.
1: That's fun. It's a great title.
0: Who's the person who directed that movie with Olivia Coleman and Emma Blunt? Oh, this is a Yorgos. Yorgos. Maybe it's a Yorgos film. That could, that actually, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. Um, oh,
1: Jonathan Glazer's movie should be coming out sometime soon too. The Holocaust movie. Mm. Can't wait. Can't wait. Very excited. Very excited. When is that? Um, When what? is that? I don't know, but it was at like the Venice film festival. So, um, yeah, Bones and All is free on Amazon now. That's why I watch it. Absolutely for free. Yes. Which, Did you,
0: I'm assuming you saw Oppenheimer in the IMAX I saw it experience. in something called RPX, which is Regal Premium Experience. Okay. Which, as far as I can tell, just means is it that... was really loud. Yeah. It okay. was just like... Yeah, it's a loud movie for sound... sure. The sound design is incredible. Yeah, but I... I, I it would have been fun to see an IMAX but after seeing it I'm like, oh whatever. Absolutely didn't need okay. it.
1: Act could have like had less. Again, this like there's this yeah, that sequence like in the th- you know, the third act or whatever of like this interrogation. Mm-hmm. The music is like this like driving music for like ten minutes mm-hmm. and you're just like, are you I, I I just le- left me thinking like what would this scene actually be without this music? Nothing, just like people talking. Yeah, just
0: people <laughs> talking regular,
1: which maybe would be would be better, yeah. but
0: um, but probably not actually. So um, the guy who was leading the interrogation had such a crazy face yeah who is that guy he's in stuff he's in stuff for sure he usually plays bad guys because you have to with a face like that yeah but also Tony Goldwyn was one of the interrogators and he's the bad guy from the movie Ghost with Patrick Swayze and um Babe Babe James Babe guys no he's not No. no isn't that that guy I don't think so. What's his name? James Cromwell. Isn't he in this no. movie? Oh I okay. mean maybe everyone else is, but um, let's see. Well he should be. He really should be <laughs> He should have played Um Harry Truman. Um let's see. I did a Natasha Pickowitz recipe. Oh, you did! What was it? Okay. I kind of want to make that pineapple thing. That that looks wise to make. That was I made decided on, to um, make something that comes together really quickly. Oh, okay. Which was this passion fruit roulade, like a, a rolled cake. Uh huh. Well, I love passion. Fruit. Well, I couldn't find a passion fruit to save my life.
1: Yeah, that does seem impossible.
0: So I decided to do mango, and I like you know made okay. mango puree and cut mango up into little cubes. Bah, bah, bah. So I make the, man- the mango olive oil curd, which you have to make first, which is absolutely delicious to make a lemon curd, yuzu curd, whatever. She has a recipe for like fruit curds, but you use olive oil instead of butter at the end. Mm. Incredibly delicious. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Then you make a really okay. light sheet of cake, very thin, with just one egg, a little bit of oil, and a lot of air beaten into it. And I have to say, it baked up beautifully, did exactly what it was meant to do. Then you make this mascarpone whipped cream, fine, and and it has some of the, like, coconut milk fat in it, whatever, to, like, you know, repeat, reiterate the flavor. Mm -hmm. So then I follow all the directions of, like, how to roll up this cake, and you do, like, a little coconut milk oh, it's a roll, it's roll. Or... I do the coconut milk soak I put the cake on a piece of saran wrap on a tea towel I layer oh, the stuff goodness. and I'm as I'm layering the stuff the curd and then the whipped cream I'm thinking this seems like a lot of stuff you know
1: mm-hmm.
0: and not a lot of cake mm-hmm. squish squish so I roll I start rolling the cake it's immediately destroyed God. like immediate like huge cracks it flattens <laughs> out and just this huge like thing that looks like a toad And I was like, oh, my God. Uh So, and then she's like, and then just, like, pick it up with your hands and transfer it to a board. I'm like, that's literally not possible. (laughs) It's just, like, squished out shit everywhere. Uh So, I kind of left it on the tea towel and, like, cut chunks off and started eating it. Absolutely (laughs) delicious. I mean... Yeah. And then at the end of the day, I just kind of cut it into pieces and put it in a bowl so it became like Absolutely. a parfait that's
1: what I was good to like just, just start putting it in a bowl yeah it eating.
0: became a trifle it just is a pudding now yeah I I do have this
1: sense in like that she's a genius and doesn't understand what it's like to be a regular person really that's my just like like pe- normal people can't arrange things like this Like they can't like the abstraction of like beauty, is not, is like I think just like a tremendous gift that she has. So it is, it is. an... I haven't, I, I still haven't made anything from the cookbook. But, but as um, a
0: skilled baker, it's, it's my. I'm like, what, what is missing from this recipe? Because mm-hmm. did you go back and oh, read yeah. it? Again? Oh yeah, because yeah. the recipe is very thorough. Oh, I should make this. I should you make should this please. The up, recipe is happens. very thorough and has lots of good tips. But then, just in that last moment something Mm -hmm. went awry and i'm i'm not exactly sure like maybe i had cracked the cake during one of the transfers or like i don't know see i wouldn't it just thinking
1: about it makes me anxious of like making a a roll i'm just like no just like
0: eat it well once the food is flavors i'm like let's eat it (laughs) if you get scared of the roll i would recommend just like cutting the sheet into a few pieces and making a little layer cake with the stuff you have because it's absolutely delicious stuff. Yeah, I believe it. I, I, yeah, okay.
1: But there are, there are, it does sound like a lot of niche. I mean, I think this book is, is filled with niche, uh, products, foods, um, materials. shiso leaves, yuzu. I did buy some seeds, to make to, to 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 so that in a couple of years I can make these, <laughs> make these recipes. Um, <coughs> tomatoes are coming in strong. We're in tomato high heaven. Oh. I made a pizza. I made that pizza again. It was much better. Wow.
0: I have to say. And you made it with your own tomatoes. Um,
1: I made it with a no because Uh, I had leftover marinara that I made from last time, so use that. And I'm not. I don't need to cook these tomatoes. I just need to eat them. You know, beautiful like onion, tomato, olive oil, balsamic. You know, that's just some mozzarella, perhaps salads. That's what these tomatoes are for. Love that. We don't need to be cooking these tomatoes in any way, but. Maybe I will if there's, you know, uh, too many, but summer, summer, really summer's summer, here and you know. summer's almost over. Yeah. That's how it's, it'll be here and it'll be over Yeah, and then, and then it will uh, come back again. Well,
0: energetically in New York, it sort of feels over. You do get the sense that like people are back at it back I think that's just you oh that's true sorry you had your vacation I mean, and now you're I working made a mistake
1: again. it's August 10th today and I think people are not back at it just I am um but um but you yeah. are and it feels
0: people you know people are working though people work I know gotta... I've had to go back into fabric City. stores so I'm really like well I guess my summer's over mm-hmm. I am gonna go to Garen's thing though that's what I hear that's great, but that's not in the summer. That's in one that's month. In one month exactly.
1: Yeah, full s- summer's over by then. Summer's over. September is no longer summer, even though it gets hot. it could be hot in September
0: for sure. Yeah. Wow, Harry and I have been doing projects that uh, uh, that Garren has kind of instigated. You know, a few years ago when great. you consulted with Harriet and I about like who are we? Yeah. Well, Garen is kind of like going through those same steps with us except now it's several years later yeah. and because mm-hmm. pandemic right later. because he's our manager I, i'm like oh we better do these things there's some sort of, like, i feel the pressure of like the school teacher you know mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and so it's good you love an authority figure i need it <laughs> yeah i i really need someone to be like i hope you finish the project and i hope it's better than other people's and i'm like oh my god <laughs> Give me a star. Yeah, please me a star. tell me I'm good. Um, so I am, I'm in the midst of, you know, trying to fix various things about our website and make like a more polished PDF of our Nutcracker project to try to like sell and, you know, things like that. Great. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Love, Love it. Lorv, Lorv, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to try mm-hmm. to go see the Mark Morris Dance Company tonight at the Joyce. Well, yeah, I was going to ask about that, because
1: after our last week, mm-hmm. you found out that there was another... But you didn't. You still
0: didn't figure it out what do you, a week what later, do you mean and you figure, still haven't figured, figured out, out how to go to a show. Well, I'm gonna, I did. I'm going to go put myself have on tickets? the wait list tonight and hope for the I best. See. Yeah. I see. I mean, maybe I'll call them after our call just to see if like tickets have been released or something, but... The Joyce is not really like that. They have, like, 12 seats, and they're, like, oh, they're sold. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we'll see. I would like to see the program. If I don't go, I'm going to go see that movie Passages. Oh, yes. I want to see that as well.
1: That's a... Um, I just watched... What is... Ira Sachs. hmm I believe. I just watched the, his great movie called, I think the delta okay that's on criterion it's an excellent movie highly recommend it's a gay movie it's very stranger by the lake oh. came out before that i'm sure i don't i think this i mean it feels like it's from the 70s or 80s oh. i don't know i don't know anything about this movie i just watched it and thought it was excellent okay excellent movie wow
0: remember stranger by the lake wow yeah that was incredible that was a good movie wow, really scary really sexy really scary
1: this isn't this isn't as
0: scary but it is i think as sexy wow i'm sitting in a different place than i mm. ever have for recording the pod right now is it feeling good i'm really into it i'm sitting like okay. um with my legs tucked over to the side crisscross no no oh. they're, they're like mm-hmm. like in a like in a really like a little girl like, yeah, exactly like i have my skirt <laughs> sort of over my knees and my feet are tucked under and Gorgeous. I'm, I'm going
1: to do that. I'm going to do that. Yeah,
0: I'm on my little rug, my little runner next to my bed. And I have my iPad on the bench mm-hmm. near the mm-hmm. piano. So yes, I'm facing nice. the windows and, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. it's really nice.
1: Oh, I love it. I can see yes, the leaves. Nice. I
0: can feel a little breeze.
1: Mm-hmm. This weather. Have you been having this wonderful yes. weather? It's temperate. Yes, indeed. Oh, it's so nice. Ah. I'm doing a lot of, like, um, winter questions. Like, what can I do now to prepare for winter? Because doing things in the winter is so hideous. So I'm really trying to, like, remember what last winter was and get some things squared away before <gasps> before that happens. Yeah, what do you mean? Um, like, whether proofy oh, stuff I mean, like, or even just like cleaning and organizing the garlic stuff around. braid it get it to the basement <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: uh, yeah exactly I mean not not that I guess right. but garlic can be in the in the winter
0: right winter Stuart and I um, Stuart and I have an offer yeah. down on a house Okay. very exciting and so I've been already thinking about like how to transform the kitchen and um, stuff like that it's fun to think the kitchen needs transforming well that doesn't need it it's like everything of this house is like it needs very little to get us started it's like clean and secure and like simple which Mm -hmm. is great it's not like a total puzzle and like jumbled disaster like some of the houses we've looked at (laughs) Uh um in our price range what you see mostly are like haunted houses that they're like you're gonna love it and you're like what um you're gonna love the way it
1: Feels. Right. What is that? I don't. I guarantee it. What's that? Is that, that for is it... You're gonna pantyhose? Love.
0: No, it's like uh, some suits. You're gonna love the way it feels. Love. Men's warehouse.
1: Yeah. Is that what I it have is? No idea.
0: You're gonna love the way it feels. I don't know, Jeremy. Discontinued. Um, but so yeah, this house is kind of like needs very little. But the kitchen is tight. It's kind of like a New York apartment kitchen, like he... very little. Um mm-hmm. so it would in order to like facilitate a more comfortable cooking experience it would need some rethinking and so I've been going on YouTube's where people are like here's how I did my IKEA kitchen and here's how my IKEA kitchen mm-hmm. held up mm-hmm. over 10 years and Oh yeah got yeah, me thinking yeah. got me thinking for sure Yeah well once you give
1: all your money away to buy a house it's um you really just you just do what you gotta do. You do what you gotta... Look, I'm... To make it, okay. I don't need to do custom cabinetry if... No. Well, you... I suspect you don't even need to do Ikea, but... Oh. I don't know. I haven't seen this kitchen.
0: Oh, you suspect need to do I think there's, like...
1: Do a reorganize? Go to, like, Restore and get a thing? What's that's Restore? That's, like so cheap. Uh, Restore is a, um... Is, like, a junk place. Oh. Um by habitat for humanity oh so it's just like donated i need home goods to go there excellent it's a great where is it when you they're around okay you know there's one actually really close to parker and then there's there's one they're they're around Uh, there's one uh, in kingston
0: uh, and there's yeah they're around Anyways, fingers crossed, fingers crossed, fingers crossed. Yes, where is it? It's in a place called, I think, Steventown. It's on the border with Massachusetts. Stephentown, great. It's um, very near to Jacob's Pillow and Williamstown and all that stuff. Yeah, I actually don't know where Jacob's Pillow is in relationship to Williamstown. Beckett. Um, Beckett. So my friend uh, Jacob, a different Jacob who is a stage manager who I worked with on Danson? who was the COVID compliance person, was doing a job in Vermont during the floods. And so yesterday wow. we had dinner and I got this incredibly dramatic story about the night the flood came and wow. how like at four in the morning, meanwhile, Jacob had gone to bed, it's not even raining. Four in the mm-hmm. morning, looks out the window there's a... Apocalypse Yeah, there's like a a huge football field length lawn of the neighbors has turned into the river. Oh my god. It's now the river. A a person on the on the the like management team for the play runs into their house at five in the morning doesn't knock says you have to pack up and get out there's a gas leak. Oh goodness. So all of the gas leak. All the people involved in this play are now like out in their underpants getting in passenger vans being whisked away through rivers driving through rivers to get them to like a safe place which is like i mean it was it's an incredible story amazing the water i'm sure way better than the play that they were making the water completely filled the basement up to the ceiling of the theater wow and guess who didn't get their shit out of the basement while everyone else did
1: Sigourney Weaver. The
0: costume department. Amazing. Yeah, all of course the electronics. I mean, we uh, we should get our stuff out of the basement in case you know. There's been a, there's been a weather report. The costume people are like, eh, it'll be fine. What were they up to? They didn't want to move the stuff, and I'm like, are you crazy? The negligence. Well, the negligence. Well, well well get new ones goodness gracious Appar- wow, apparently wow apparently they wow. did say insurance they, I'm
1: sure there's insurance
0: they, well they weren't fancy costumes and apparently they washed them once the uh, the water had been pumped oh. out
1: well, there you go yeah. just wash them just em. wash
0: them absolute washing machine absolute washing mud machine.
1: um I've continued um using these washer washer sheets oh and have you figured out a system they've, they, they've dissolved I don't know I, I've Well I put them in like not on top, essentially. Well, my mother always likes to my mom likes to start
0: the wash cycle before she puts clothes in. That's what I grew up doing as well. I
1: I actually think on this washing machine it has to be Right. Modern
0: washers don't like to do that. that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like they don't want to fill up with the lid open and you're like, but that's how you get the soap dissolved.
1: Yeah, strange. It is strange. Anyways. Hmm. Um. And then I washed the, um, the dog mats on the stairs. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Because I realized I could do that. In the
0: washing machine?
1: In the washing machine. Wow. And then when I pulled them out, they looked exactly the same. That's great. But I threw them in the dryer. Uh-oh. No, they looked exactly the same as they looked
0: when I put oh, them in. Oh, with hair all over them. Yeah.
1: So I put them in the dryer and they looked perfect.
0: Oh, because the dryer so sucked the know, hairs away. The dryer got the hairs out. Yeah, that makes sense. The dog hairs. Wow, that's great. I love a fresh start. What a relief. Start. That is a huge relief to
1: hear. Huge relief. Huge relief. I, I swept and I washed the stairs and I did did cry a little because they look so much better without the mats on them.
0: Oh. They are
1: absolutely impossible to climb. Maybe maybe dog. you
0: should get like a cute ruggable. at a carpet at some point. Or, we have to for this dog. Or, maybe you should get some, like... I know this is a crazy solution, but, like... You should paint, like, some cute <laughs> dots with, like, grippy paint on the stairs so it looks fun. Mm-mm. Okay.
1: <laughs> no, I have a, a, a full Pinterest board of, like, carpet. Stair carpet. Oh, okay. Things. Great. It's... It, I don't, like... I don't I wouldn't do it if I if didn't need it for this. I know some some staircases moments. from
0: like old uh, hotels mm-hmm. are uh, where like they have a runner going up the staircase but they have those metal rods at each like corner sure. that hold mm-hmm. it tight and that would be good it's for a you. Bit, it's, no.
1: Oh. It's too like precious fancy. Yeah,
0: but it would also allow you to clean the rug.
1: Oh yeah. I mean there's probably a less decorative version of That's what that as I mean. Well. I
0: mean like something yeah. in that vein so you can just like whip the carpet mm. off and throw it in the washing machine, that's, ruggable that's... style. Well, but here's the thing. If it's like
1: permanent, you can vacuum it. The problem with these is that they just like get sucked up into the vacuum, you know, so it's like Oh yeah, yeah, the yeah, worst yeah, yeah. of both worlds. Ugh, yeah. I would anyway. love to go
0: to town with my Dyson on your on your stair carpet. Well, that is i.
1: That is how I've been cleaning them, but it's annoying. Yeah, of and
0: course. And it feels, like, not
1: good enough. Yeah. So. Not good enough. Not good enough. Oh, my God. Um, we've been watching Twin Peaks, The Return again, mm-hmm. and I really just thought of that kind of the whole time I watched Oppenheimer, of, like, how superior... Because there's a part of, like... The story of Twin Peaks is the atomic bomb causing or unleashing some or having, you know, Bob, this evil spirit is, there's a storyline involving the atomic bomb, whatever. It's just so much better than (laughs) Oppenheimer. So I did think of that a lot and just Lynch is so such a genius. Yeah. really. Wow.
0: There should be a new Lynch project. It's been a while. You know, David Lynch is not unlike the team that created the Pee Wee Herman show. Just, like, people who really are, like...
1: Doing their thing. They're
0: doing a thing, and it's like they're not worried about what other people have done, or they're not worried about, like, what are people going to like. They're just like, this Mm -hmm. is the thing that is part of my desire kit, and I'm doing it. Right. And they're lucky enough that like the powers that be were like, all right, <laughs> we'll let some people see this and throw you some cash.
1: But you know, who's a great movie maker who is making, I think like big Hollywood, great big Hollywood movies no. is, is, uh, you know, Dune oh, and, yeah Denis, uh, Denis Villeneuve. Villeneuve, yeah. Whatever.
0: Yeah.
1: Ah, oh, I I'm so excited for the next dune. Me too. Ah. Oh, dune. I watched the first dune, one. Dune so many times. Yeah, it's just like a vibe you want to be in. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Everything's.
0: Like, do I want to watch
1: horrible. the Blade Runner
0: movie again?
1: Yeah, it's so good. That music. It's so good. And you know what I watched rewatched recently is Arrival. Also good.
0: Tremendous. <laughs> Yeah, that person knows how to make uh, a film. Those are movies. They t- are to movies. Watch. Talk about a summer Thank blockbuster.
1: You. Yeah. When does Dune come so out? So this is not like impossible to like. I feel like. Oh, that was also my thought with Oppenheimer. I'm like, this feels like a Christmas time movie, oh. movie. More than like a summer movie.
0: Oh, totally. do you think? Well, everyone was in their it's, Like so much everyone's more, like, in cerebral. coats, and you're like, well, it's hot out. I guess it's. Maybe that's just because I thought it was boring as well. But. So much wool. So much wool in that movie. Yeah, I liked going to Los Alamos. Oh, you like being in the desert? Um, except Florence, yeah, like who wasn't, she wasn't allowed to have clothes at all in the movie.
1: Well, and then that, like, which I just felt like loved to see some naked bodies, but, like, felt out of time. It was just, like, the casual nudity
0: felt, un- like, n- unlikely. Well, actually, I feel like... I don't know. My sense of that was that, like, oh, these are these, like, communist Free science healing. people. Like, they believe in the body, you know? Like, they believe in reality. Like, they don't care if, if they uh-huh. have, like, weird bodies and they're they're gonna just, like... They're gonna <laughs> be naked in the room. Yeah. I think, yes, I think
1: that's, that is probably, the, I just don't see that for, like, a physicist. I'm, I'm a little, like,
0: I, the, I'm not. Christopher I'm Nolan not was sh- like, I I'm want not... people to know that Oppenheimer fucked. <laughs> yeah. You're like,
1: why? Yeah, maybe it just runs, like, against the kind of boringness of that character. But that you know, you wanted to, he almost poisoned that person. So, work. What do you mean? What? What
0: are you talking about? That apple. Oh, Isn't that apple. was fun.
1: Should have just let let whoever die. And wasn't was the other guy turned out to be the bad guy?
0: I don't know. Who knows? All these people are the same person. They're all it was all a million of the same people. <sighs> Every famous Hollywood person was in it, and all their, everyone's being like so congratulatory of the Hollywood community for, like, taking huge pay cuts to be in that movie, so rather than make $10 million a movie, they are only making four. Yeah, and you know what that means? It's like, you're so rich, you don't even have to get paid. These people are so rich. I mean, obviously... Way to go. Obviously, there's a lot of people in this movie who are not so rich. Like, the entire community of character actors appears in this film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder how much they got paid. Not four million dollars. No, do you Certainly say? not. No. Excuse me. Our four million earners were probably Matt Damon, Robert Downey Jr., Emily. What's her name? Blunt. Blunt. Um, maybe Flor- Florence, and mm-hmm. Cillian. Ay, ay, ay. Scary, scary, Cillian. Scary, scary,
1: Cillian. But I, you know, I also don't. I never cared about any Christopher Nolan film, so.
0: I liked Dunkirk. That go. was the one I cared the most about.
1: I saw so- another war. I wasn't. saw it in
0: IMAX. It was tremendous with all the flying airplanes in IMAX. I was like, "Wow!"
1: Yeah. Well, that's. I mean, but that's like the that's his thing. Is like this kind of like
0: loud sounds and uh, big. He loves wars being inside of an airplane dramatic. engine. He just wants to hear like incredible white noise but yeah. yeah he loves that well good for her yeah 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 i it was funny watching that movie i was like i was kind of i i i kept thinking like is this allowed like is it is it allowed to make movies like this anymore like to pump enormous resources into making a movie that's like so anti-inclusive <laughs> I mean, uh,
1: it's also just, like, a reflection of a time. Yeah, it's a history movie. But, yeah, I mean, it's just also, like, this isn't a story that needs to be told (sighs) about... Like, there's a way to tell this, like, atomic bomb story without it being a biopic.
0: Well, there was a moment about, like, a third of the way into the movie where I turned to Andrew and I was like, this is literally a miniseries. I was like, they should let Mm -hmm. us go.
1: Remember that um nuclear power plant Chernobyl. That was great. Excellent. Love that
0: one. Great job. Yeah. Who was that, that female f- actress who played that like frizzy blonde wife of the person who melted? I don't she know. was in something I can only Oh, picture It was that Jessie Jesse. She's gone on to be quite famous. She was in um Jessie. She was in um, the, the the Lost Daughter. She played a young Olivia Colman. Oh, that was a terrible. Okay. Movie. Yeah, it wasn't the best.
1: Oh, here comes our crazy dog scootling down the stairs. Oh. Um,
0: Jessie someone. So. Isn't that her name, Jesse Montgomery? I have no, no idea. No. <laughs> Jesse Montgomery That's... is the composer. Teachers at Bard. Oh, do they? I guess. Yeah. Let's see. The Lost Daughter. I'll find out. I think they got nominated for an Oscar for the movie. Crazy.
1: Cast. I mean, these. I guess Hollywood loves,
0: like, an actress turned director. Jessie Buckley. There we go. Huh. She was in Chernobyl, which we liked.
1: Yeah, really like that show. Um, and just like that... Oh! <laughs> I have no idea... Are you caught up? ...what this previous episode was. Well, okay... Well, there's an episode, I guess, that just came out oh, today. Oh, I
0: haven't seen that. But I I want to say a couple things. What was... I want to say a couple oh, things. Oh, okay, yes. We have, we're in an Aiden situation. All right, okay. I want to go back to the episode before this one where... Okay. Carrie is in the wrong restaurant. The episode that ends with yes,
1: okay. They're yes. in
0: the wrong restaurants and then they meet out on the street. Okay, uh-huh. I want you to try to remember that scene and what Aiden is wearing. Yeah, it's insane. It's I thought this is
1: incorrect. incorrect.
0: But okay. Correct. It was. He's wearing a jumpsuit. So out of character. No, he's wearing like this a, a, tailored black. Cropped, like straight cropped trench with a military <laughs> belt. Straight jacket, and <laughs> that's what I It was like was a straight like, jacket. What? It was absolutely what? I was like, Aiden right. would never wear this. Mm-mm. Nope. It was like some weird I mean, Come it was absurd. Come it was anyways, everyone go back yeah. feast your eyes on this jacket that Aiden it did would never wear. not bode well for And now Aiden and Carrie are being completely unbearable. Well, okay. So part
1: of me, I like the, like, well, I liked it when they were having this, like, love affair hotel. Yeah, I like that. Like, we don't have, we don't have any obligations. Let's just, like, do this. We're We're, like, retired, essentially. Yeah. And then I was like, yeah, just have this, like, relationship where he, like, lives where in Virginia <coughs> whatever. And you live here, and you, like, are happy. And you, like, get... You, like, spend weekends together or whatever. You take the train or the plane or whatever. And you... I'm like, this is, this is what it should be. Yeah. Like, you should be old enough to, like, not have to... Shack up. Spend every minute together or whatever. Absolutely. Or, like, spend every minute together for
0: a time. Yeah, but... But then we started <clears throat> moving towards, like, obsessive. Well, moving into the Che Diaz Hudson Yards apartment is one of the grimmest Insane. concepts imaginable. To move into this A-vault truly rid of awful apartment that Che Diaz should never have rented in the first place. And then to have them moving into this, like, sterile Airbnb and then, like, going to Williams-Sonoma to find cheese graters. I'm like, this Insane. is terrible.
1: Also, the tortured narrative of, like, oh, I can't go into your apartment. Right. So that we can get you to, like, keep this other character on this show.
0: Get over it.
1: And, like, find a way to... Like... Che Diaz is not poor. She owns, like, this, like, multi-million dollar apartment. And they fully have the entire career that they had before they did this pilot that didn't happen. That's all that happened. Well, she doesn't own it, is the thing. She
0: she, she decided to rent it when she had some money. No, Che did not buy the apartment.
1: Okay. Well, at any rate, you can stop living there.
0: Yeah. Okay, so what's going on with... um, Well, the SEMA thing I actually thought was very moving in a way like
1: i thought it was yeah nicely complicated yeah
0: the the like conversation in the rain outside the hair salon mm-hmm. about the hampton's I house i thought this is this is what we need from this, this show is, this is real. this is a conversation yes. between two adult women that like is mm-hmm. feels real and like i mean obviously like there's a fantasy element but like i liked that and i like that seema did choose to show up even though like
1: mm-hmm. it had she not mm-hmm.
0: i wouldn't have blamed her
1: Absolutely. And I also like that Carrie was like, I'm not going to just let this go. Right. We're going to talk about this. And and then that Seema was still like, no,
0: we're taking a break. She's like, I've lost my friends before. Like, I know not... how you lose a friend.
1: Yeah. I thought that was awesome. That's like the best part. That was great. And if we needed Aiden to do that, i right. like, okay, whatever. I but
0: didn't necessarily need the Charlotte feeling fat plot with the whole the dress of it all and you know wanting to wear the belt and then going into the gallery and being like oh great my boss is fat too insane i know because so
1: much of this show this reboot is about them being older Uh i mean it's like it is the premise of the show is that they're like older now so that they continue to act like like 20 year olds yeah in these moments is really depressing. I
0: heard somebody on another podcast say recently that Michael Patrick King absolutely hates young people. And watching this show, you're like, that is true. Because every person, like, under 30 years old is characterized as, like, an absolute villain on this show. The women who work at the firm with Cynthia Nixon, that, like, young Italian bread person... Also, the, the the shop girl where, where Charlotte bought that dress. I was like, people are not... I don't think they're villains. Well... But they're cartoons. Also, Charlotte's children. I'm like, all of these people yeah. are, like, getting in these women's way.
1: Yeah, I mean, but even, like, the, sh- the shop girl turned out to, like, not be... I mean, that was, like, just, like, a terrible scene. Because you're like, is this what like we don't know this is this character important what like, shot what shop
0: girl would behave that way I, i'd like to know
1: well and then like but then she ends up not being that what do you mean you know it's she's just sort of clueless she's not actually being like a pretty woman moment she's actually like seems to kind of be trying
0: to help well she's her, dealing with
1: but she's just sort of clueless. clients
0: who clearly have money and so she's like i'm gonna make a sale but, yeah, she's also, like, saying things that are so obviously insulting that you're like, you wouldn't do that. You wouldn't do that. No, and, like, these looks, it's it doesn't make sense. It's a terrible scene. Yeah. And also <sighs> that her, her the woman we love so much, whose character's name I can never remember, Charlotte's rich friend. Uh-huh, uh-huh. She, Which, that? That she, yeah. she's sitting there and just being like, sorry. I'm like, no, that's not... She would have yelled at that. That's not in that
1: character. She would have been like, excuse
0: me, young lady. That's not how you talk to somebody. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Strange. Yeah. Strange. Off the rails. Um, What else happened? Che continues to work at the dog place. It's bizarre. Um, What's going on? What did happen to Cynthia Nixon during this episode? Anything?
1: What's happening there? I don't know. Did anything happen? Oh, work? Something oh, right, helps? right, right. There was her yes, internship. She an intern. And those girls were horrible She became an her. intern and she's, like, 50 years older than everyone and she's surprised that, like people want her to do something right right she's the valedictorian of her harvard law school
0: class and she's surprised another
1: moment of like wait you forgot that you're older
0: also like what's going on you forgot that you're assertive and mean and powerful which like you always were and now suddenly you're like demure and weak really weird it's crazy yeah really weird really really weird
1: but that's like I guess that is that character who like constantly forgets who she is. Well, something like she went to L. A. and like didn't. Yeah, know Yeah, something she had happened. Power. Che
0: Diaz destroyed so, her brain. It's insane.
1: It's insane. Um, I mean that she's doing an internship at all is absolutely doesn't make any sense. But I'm like you're qualified to have any of these jobs.
0: Right. Well, apparently, I mean it seems like after one day of work she just has a job. So. <laughs> She's taking over the boss. Literally, she took the (laughs) boss's job because she like filed some papers and took some notes. The boss is like, "You are doing my job now."
1: Well, the boss actually, uh, I think, is a good actress.
0: Oh yeah, who was I liked her? Yeah, I don't know, woman.
1: But I'm like, well, she's just the only person here that makes any sense. Yeah, she's like, yeah, you, you've been a, you have like, thirty years of corporate law experience. I think you can do my job
0: yeah duh the um the plot about this Italian kid oh my it's, god it's um grotesque I'm, I'm sorry and I this is I don't need to shame people who look well it's ugh.
1: it's also gr- grotesque because this Mario character shouldn't be on the show either this is like an, this is a character that doesn't need to exist it's absurd also a cartoon person.
0: Also that they're, like, trying to make something of that part. I- I'm like, stop. This person used to just exist on the show to make, like, gay commentary. And now they're, like, having a plot about being a kind of widower and now ha- having this, like, Disney prince sure. interested in them who comes in and needs the dough with bare hands after not washing them. It's like, what's going on?
1: <laughs> no delete
0: it's strange delete very strange we'll
1: see where that goes hopefully nowhere it's over I hope that but I guess they're gonna be I hope it
0: turns into like a horror film where like the Italian guy's absolutely mammoth penis does some like damage tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> to Anthony
1: yeah he just explodes yeah he
0: explodes into a million pieces and then and then this gay takes over that gay plot because there can only be one. Mu- and yeah, and I'd ideas. much rather have it be the beautiful Italian boy. Hey, hey, hey. Oy, hey, hey, Well, and
1: just like that, we have to end this this episode.
0: We really did it. Um, Cong- yeah. Congratulations I again, Jeffrey Edelstein.
1: The Passages movie is here until next week I think right. so That's fine. but I'm gonna I do want to see that I also want to see theater scene. camp yeah you know I, I now I'm like switched back because I didn't see Amy Sedaris on the poster she's in it so but but it makes me think that she's barely in it and she's kind of the only reason I want to see it so
0: yeah
1: um I'm sort of back to a uh, wait and see still- vibe wait. with that movie so
0: okay <sighs> tbd
1: tbd hey
0: day day. all bye. right
1: well thanks for listening we'll see you here same time next week we love you we love you Bye-bye. Bye-bye. bye 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 bye